Yes, go get it. All right, boys, another sidetrack sports episode. Uh, I'm excited. We got uh, we have a, a special guest with us. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. But uh, Sam, Sammy B, how we doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, been a long week. Uh, tears are finally drying up from the, the last few weeks of college football betting. But uh, I always got to look for the for the positive ones. Look for the dubs. Feel that. Kurt, how we doing? Doing great, baby. Just uh, excited to be back. Uh, excited to uh, to finally watch the Gators play some decent football this past weekend. Uh, hopefully, we can keep that rolling uh, against a team that's better than Vanderbilt. <laughs> Feel that, and then then our special guest, yes, yeah, so I, I want Kurt. Yeah, you can, you can introduce him. Yeah, so I got got my buddy on the show this week, uh, Ethan Desai, uh, known from appreciate back home. Uh, yeah, appreciate you joining the show, buddy. Right on, right on. I figured it was a good, it was a good first week, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah so and you for, are a Texas A and M fan, is that correct? Is that what Kurt was telling us? Yeah, I uh, I graduated from A and M a couple of years back. Um, I've been a fan all my life, and uh, parents went there, uh, and I kind of followed in the footsteps, and uh, so it's kind of all I know. So you're you're a happy guy this week. I I'm over the moon, man. I'm I'm not over it yet. So. Um, <laughs> So, you know. so I, I, I do have to ask how, um, how, like, it's gotta be like some mixed emotions. Cause it's like, yes, you guys finally beat Alabama, you know, hurrah, yeah. that's hype. But at the same time, it's like you lost Mississippi state the week before. Yeah. Uh, and, and Mississippi state's a real stinger, right? I mean, Arkansas was kind of having their magical run at the start of the season. And we, that was, you know, first real test for our backup quarterback and, and you, that that whole week leading up to the Arkansas game that just it just didn't feel it just didn't feel like we were gonna um win that game granted I thought we would compete a little more than we did um but Mississippi State was a real kicker I mean just at home um the pirate Mike play. Leach yeah exactly I, I mean he that I remember that guy from when he was at Texas Tech and how he would um he would he would put up some num- some numbers on a and m back in the big 12 days and so to see him do it again in the sec was just i mean brutal um especially now that i i feel like we've got you know elite speed on our defense to keep up with the whole the whole air raid offense kind of thing that so um it, that that was pretty dejecting and 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 really the the only i'm not a big moral victory guy but uh just given the circumstances this year with how many injuries we've had, the the goal and in going into Bama was just show, you know, show some local, show some improvement so that we can uh, you know, still still keep recruiting off of off of a good season. Yeah, just um, give, give you all something to build off moving forward. Yeah, I I mean, I, I still think about it, you know, I've thought about it all week where it's like, all right, you're right there in playoff talk if I mean, even with the loss to Arkansas, you're still right there within playoff talk, especially um with how bad the rest of the sec looks this year um namely lsu uh, <laughs> the rest of the, the rest of the schedule shapes up pretty nicely and so um yeah pretty pretty tough tough loss at mississippi state i was in person for that one too and there's really no there's really no explaining that one just uh brings you down yeah. brings you back down to earth a little bit 
Yeah, well, that, that's also – I mean, I watched Florida lose to Kentucky. Derek and Sam watched Clemson lose to NC State. Same so weekend. I think, I, I, was all yeah, same weekend. I think we all got some stingers. Yeah. Well, you know, I think all of us – you know, we have, we have this group chat. You know, Kurt, you were like, oh, like, you know, you're not a – you don't like Bama, you know, whatever. But I think all of us enjoy at least watching like, – I mean, I was kind of rooting for Texas A&M. I don't know if it's – because here's my thing. I think I'm I'm concerned if now that Bama lost, I'm concerned that a team that may – like this could kind of throw a wrench into the top four. Oh, and absolutely. I don't want, and I don't want a team to get in that I don't think deserves to get in. So, like now – because honestly, I'd rather almost have a easier distinction, like, you know, have like Bama go undefeated and then – like have these easier distinctions because now everyone's just going to be this. We, we've gone back and forth this whole like playoff talk, but well, well, well it, it really, it's it, nice. It's, it's nice to say, that, Hey, Bama, Bama, Bama's beatable. But like, I'm glad Texas A&M won, but at the same time, it's like, this is where now, like, but it, it, it if, doesn't affect it, Bama at all it, in the playoff talk. Because if Bama controls their own destiny, if right, they win no, out, they go to the SEC championship, they play Georgia. If they beat Georgia, they're in. So, I mean, it really doesn't, it doesn't well, it, do, well it does it does to a certain extent because like now they're because if they if if they do what you're saying then they're not in Georgia wins out let's say then like yeah th- then they both have one loss and they they both get in right but I think but yeah. how the how the matchups work so like if they go one two or if they go um, one three well like they, the, yeah. you know what I mean like I think I don't know we'll, we'll see how it works out but it's going to be interesting. I, I think we all can agree that Bama, we're glad Bama lost. But. And I, I think we all can agree too that Cincinnati needs to lose because if they take a playoff yeah, that, spot, that's, that's so that, and that's and that's the one that I'm like concerned about now. It's like now if you if you start talking about two team lot like two teams that have two losses that like are actually better from the eye test and maybe schedule, but then you have a Cincinnati, uh, we're gonna run into this problem, and it's like everyone's always rooted for the underdog, and I think with this whole playoff thing looming where it's the thing about going to 12 teams, it's almost like a guarantee. There's so much talk about it. Now, if Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati may just get it because of the talk. Like it's just media perception, not even because they earned it because the Notre Dame law or win is not looking as great as if it were like two years ago or three years ago. Well, yeah, no, Notre Dame win should never really look that good, but right. (laughs) Agreed. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, but I definitely, I mean, I, I think, I don't think Cincinnati's any more deserving than like, let's say a coastal Carolina. I don't think either one of them should be in it, but like, I mean, if coastal goes undefeated, well, they were 12 and 0 last year. Like, why aren't you giving them a shot? Neither one of them played anybody. You know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, that's like the whole, it's like, well, you're in the sun belt and we can't, yeah, I mean, it, can't, it, you know. it doesn't, it's the reason why we know. have them. It's like, which, it, which is why we need to expand. No, it's the reason why that, that that conferences are like, no, we deny you. We do not want you to be in our conference because you're not good at any athletics. You're not good at what well, maybe baseball. And then it's like your academics suck. So it's, uh, that's why they have conferences. Yeah. Huh. But anyway, it's just not a, a, it's not a noteworthy brand at all. Yeah, it uh, doesn't get you anything as a conference. Exactly. Like Cincinnati, I can kind of see because, um, you know, the Ohio market in general is big enough to justify being in a power five. Um, you know, p- conferences, especially the Big 12, which needs needs a lifeline. I mean, that's kind of – that's kind of, to, to, to be able to get all those TV viewers and have that as part of your home region, I think adds a lot of value to a conference. Um, 
but that's kind of a whole different discussion, quite honestly. What did you, uh, what did you guys think of the, uh, the Red River rivalry? Did Spencer Rattler is garbage. Yes. Spencer Rattler Rattler is garbage. Spencer Rattler has as much arm, arm talent as I do. (laughs) That dude is a bum. I'm so glad to see that too. Yeah. I I am. He was, he's a piece of crap. I mean, he's, uh, did you guys ever watch the? Show? I can't remember the name of the show that he was on. QB one, uh, yeah, yeah, QB one. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say any of those quarterbacks are a bust when it comes to the college. Dude, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure Tate Martell was on that show. Or he was yeah. Show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, Tate Martell played for like seven different colleges before finally calling it quits. I don't know. Actually, I mean, he, he, did, still he, might be he doesn't even play at UNLV. He's at UNLV. Yeah. He doesn't he play? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I that, mean, that, that's like. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm just that game, that game every year. You know, I, I mean, I really that should be the number one bet that everyone just bets their entire like life savings on. You just go bet the over. Like every oh, year, yeah. it should be like a bet the over game. Every year, I think. Well, that number is just like really high. I'm like Dude, they I, have to. They at least have to hit the under. And they were, I mean, that game's so absurd every year. You, I think you, there was, you also. You, you is you it, have to you have to believe in the fact that dude Texas is gonna Texas that the the new brand of Texas football they find ways to blow their season they are terrible. Well, I was gonna say what didn't this happen like a few years ago where like I don't know if it was Oklahoma or Texas one of them had like a massive lead and then all of a sudden and then just blows it. Yeah, and then it's like you look back it's like how do we lose? Yeah. Like, how do you even lose a game? Texas like that? is gonna Texas. Their their running back by the way is wild. Is it we'll get it? Yeah, we'll get into him a little later, but he should be in Heisman contention. He, but it's it's hard when you're on such a trash team. But I mean, I also, know. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, Oklahoma hasn't had defense in forever, and they've had quarterbacks. Dude, I also, so I think not, that helps. I think that helps also. I will say when you don't blow teams out. So like when Oklahoma for the past what two three Heisman's, when you keep your quarterback in for like pretty much until like nine minutes left in the fourth quarter because your defense still gives up like 40 points a game, 30 yeah, points so a you're, game. You're only winning games, you know, 60 yeah. to 50. Right. You no. Know? So when you have that, then your quarterback's just throwing for, you know, 350, 400 yards every dude, game. I, yeah. And then. Dude, I, I went to the, I went to the Texas tech Oklahoma game, like however many years back when it was Mayfield Mahomes, dude, Mahomes oh, threw for like 750 yards, put up 52 points and lost. You know, it's yeah. like it's like what? <laughs> you know, how, like how do you throw over seven hundred fifty yards and twelve touchdowns and lose a football game? But I mean, Big Twelve defenses just don't exist. Well, this past, I mean, this and God, these games like this past weekend. You know, I got to bring it up because you know we got to got to bite the bullet a little bit. It was a tough week. It's been a co- past couple weeks, but I've 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 texted in the group chat like, does anyone oh, and, and, see the board? I was like, in terms does anyone's, of gambling, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I, does... I said it last week. I'm like, I see this board. It looks great, all locks. And then I'm watching games, and I'm like, I'm 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 an idiot. See, I just <laughs> haven't felt comfortable with any of the bets. I'm like, I'm looking at the board for the past two weeks, and I'm like, I don't see a game where I feel comfortable like putting any money on. And then yeah, I but, go over six. Or what? Or what? What was it? I went over three last week. I know that you, you and me went over three, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll. we'll who knows, right? I mean, yeah, we well, got guys. I, I, I would like to to go on the record and say this: we, we are getting the ship turned around. 
starting this week, winners only. We're not sending out any more bad picks for, for football. Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's I I was adding up at least not units, but I was just looking at uh, like kind of like head to head, like positive or negative. And I'm nine. I'm nine for eight. So. Okay. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not too ashamed of that, especially after being going over three last week. Because when you're like nine for five, I was nine for five. We were all up. Yeah, we we were all up pretty good. And then like the last like two or three weeks, we've just, I mean, you would think that that we just don't know anything about college football. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at this week and I'm week seven. I think um, we're going to turn this, we're going to turn this ship around. Yeah. I I mean, I feel like we're finally, I feel like we know enough now about every team. However, obviously Vegas does too. So the lines get a little bit tougher. But um, I mean, I'm looking at the board now. I I see some stuff. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be. I think this is one of the tougher weeks looking at it that I've seen in a while. Which I mean, will probably end up being a good thing because I apparently don't know what I'm doing. I I did do some digging. Yeah, but uh, dude, I'll tell you the the line that surprised me the most this week, dude. Kentucky, like I understand that like they're overrated right now because they they lost to to Florida or because they beat Florida and even though they shouldn't have. But uh, dude, they're they're like twenty three point dogs against Georgia. Like I feel like their defense is good enough to at least keep them around. I actually did see. So I was looking at the line, and I was there's a line out there right now that is ten and a half Kentucky for the game. So like they have to score more than ten and a half points. And I think of it, and I'm like, dang, that sounds like a lock. I want him at nine and a half. I mean, if, if Stetson Bennett. It's playing QB. I like that because he's probably thrown at least one pick six. <laughs> but the only other thing is, is I've, I've like looked at the statistics as like my website, which is great, has but you just like click on a team and it shows the statistics. And like Kentucky just does like they just have not put up a lot of points yeah. in the first in the in the first half. And that's the only thing that concerns me. And I'm like, I feel like that game could either go like could be pretty close and or they could get like steamrolled pretty quick. Yeah, just get stomped. Just like Arkansas. Yeah. No, I, I don't I don't disagree with that. But um so I mean talking about Spencer Rattler, you guys think uh like and DJ like for from Clemson. I mean <laughs> wow. all these all these it's like the it's like a stock, like all these NILs, like all these people have put so much money on you know, quarterbacks that they've seen play. I mean, Spencer Rattler, we got to see, you know, last year, DJ, a couple games last year, but everyone's like, oh, like, we need the sponsor. We need the sponsor. Then these guys really haven't done anything. Obviously, I don't think, like, the money from the aspect of investing in these quarterbacks, I think they're going to look back. And this is so new, but I think they're going to look back next, like, next year and the, the like, previous years, they're going to be like, oh, like, Oh, this isn't this dude. isn't worth the money. Like, let's wait and see if like this kid actually is like worth it. Oh, dude, I've I've said it before, but the a lot the of biggest, money lost. The, the biggest loser of this football season so far is Popeyes because they sponsored DJ Ugalele. No, no, Bojangles. 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 Yeah, yeah, Bojangles. I and I am a big Bojangles fan. Yeah, but I mean, good lord, man, that 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 dude yeah. is awful. Ah, uh, hey, you know. Dude, that, that I, DJ Ukulele uh, he, he makes, play, he, makes Zach Calzado look like an offensive juggernaut. He is playing, he is playing, he is playing terrible. But I, like I said, I, I will claim this 
I think he is just – I don't think he, like, understand. he's, like, not smart when it comes to football IQ. So I think he's so far behind. Yeah, it takes him seven minutes to read whether it's cover two or cover three. Correct. And his but, offensive line can about give him two seconds. So, huh. yeah. Huh. Hey, I'll – See, well, well, that gets into the conversation, though, is like, all right, so what happened to Spencer Rattler? Backup freshman quarterback, balls out against a pretty good Texas team, and then why can't Clemson do the same thing? I mean, at least try it. That's, the, that's what confuses the hell out of me is why they're sticking with DJ that holds on to the ball and then gets sacked eight times a game and then can't put a ball on target either. So why not throw Hunter Helms or – Fumichon or whatever the hell his name is, is just go in and fucking try it. I I agree. It's like it's like it's like in hockey. It's like you gotta your goalie gives up two, three goals immediately in the in the first period, pull them. Yeah. Let's try, try to change some momentum. At least at least do something psychologically for the team, at least. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened with Oklahoma. I mean, you see Georgia, JT Daniels ain't playing. I mean, he started out the season. JT Daniels is on the bench. Well, Jetson Vincent's balling. Yeah, but JT Dan- JT Daniels is eventually going to play. Georgia Georgia fans will not let Stetson Bennett ride this season out. Georgia fans have seen everything no. they need to see from Stetson. Dude, I'm telling you, like the people down in Athens absolutely hate Stetson Bennett. Really? Like, Why? They, they, dude, that, because they because of last season, nobody trusts him at all. Like, like I'm telling you, like I'm living down here in Georgia, and everyone like will, will tell you, like, no, it's J it's JT. We'll live and die with JT, but we cannot play with Stetson like in big games. Like they, they've Jesus. seen they've seen everything. It it doesn't make sense to me either. The no. whole Spencer, the whole Spencer Rattler situation is a little bit different because like no one really knows anything about that backup. You know, like they don't have like another big name like a JT Daniels. But like I mean, Spencer Rattler definitely that Williams kid came in and balled out. Like if you come in in a rivalry game down eighteen, bring your team back for for victory. I mean, in my opinion, like you're you're the starter the rest of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty ballsy what that reporter did, though. Uh, he'll probably lose his little internship money. Wait, oh, oh, from from Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. So for for the people listening, in case y'all didn't see, uh, some student for the Oklahoma student newspaper like went to some like tall building by the football practice field, went up there. And basically reported that the Williams was getting all the first team reps instead of Rattler. And then like basically like reported it. And then next thing you know, like Lincoln Riley, everyone at Oklahoma, it's closed practice. No, no, no one allowed. They canceled all the press conferences, like basically freaking out, like extremely unprofessional kind of too. But it's like, dude, like, I, like, like what, what do you expect to happen? I mean, I mean, ballsy move for the kid. Like also you're, you're a little bit like, Throwing your university under the bus. Yeah. Like, why, why would you leak that information about your Dude, own team? I was just going to say that. Like, what an idiot. That kid must not know anything about college football because. Yeah, like, it, dude, it, it, that, like, I promise you, Nick Saban would never allow that to happen. Like, or like a, a, like a Nick Saban, a Bill Belichick, like those coaches that. Blinds down. <laughs> yeah, hold, hold their hold their cards close to the chest, you know, and it's like Lincoln Riley, like, just gets caught red-handed because he's just doing it out in the open. Like well, this idiot. kid, this kid too. It's like as a whatever type of kid this is. I mean, they call him a journalist. This kid could just be like some student that who knows. But he, 
went like he did the most absurd thing like a journalist or like student could do. It's like in the journalist world where they don't care about anyone, anything. It's so cutthroat. It's like, hey, good for you, kid. Like you just did the breaking story of like, you know, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you're an idiot. Like you just gave you just gave away your entire team's offense. Like the, the, oh, any yeah. advantage, any advantage that like whoever they were studying. Yeah. Who, who, who's Oklahoma playing this week? Um, I'm on, I'm honestly not sure, but, uh, well, I mean, whoever they're playing oh, so still, yeah, re- regardless it, I mean, you don't do that. No. Well, yeah. It's just it, like, it's, you're, you're, like you're handing your, it's like yeah, poker. It, it's like you're handing your cards. Like, it, it's, it's like the same thing with the, uh, with the Florida quarterback situation with AR and Emory. Like I, I have some buddies who are like reporters down there in Gainesville and like people were trying to figure out, you know, like, Oh, is AR going to get more snaps? Is it Emory? Like what's, is Dan telling the truth? Is he not? And they're, they're basically said, they basically said, you know, like no one knows. Dan basically won't tell anyone and it's going to be a game time thing. Cause it's like, well, now the coaches, even though it ended up just, just still being Emory, it's like, well, now the coaches kind of have to like, you know, plan for both things and game prep for two quarterbacks, you know, and even though they have similar skill sets, so it makes it a little bit easier, yeah. you know, but still like it, it completely changed it. Like, I mean that, that kid, honestly, like if I was an Oklahoma newspaper, like that, that kid's getting canned 100%. Well, and, well, well, not, not not maybe not the newspaper because the newspaper wants to report you know high profile stories. That kid but, is definition of media. Yeah, yeah, definition of no. media, dude. I mean, that, this guy is gonna make a great career someday at CNN. I will say oh, yeah. this: this, oh, yeah. yeah, this. I'll never forget this. This is like kind of similar, like just the most absurd thing. When I was growing up, and my dad coached at Northern Illinois, there was this street that went right by the stadium. Well, there was a cop that was sitting at the end of the road, and then there was a cop shooting uh, a LIDAR, which is like pretty much like radar, down onto the street from the football stadium and getting people, and they ran a speed trap. And it was like, dude, if you have to stand at top of a football stadium and shoot people and like get them for speeding, like you are campus police. You are like, this is the reason why everyone hates you. And people like journal journalists like this who have binoculars that are hundreds of yards away looking into the, the Oklahoma practice. It's like, this is the reason why you're hated. Like no one did this to you. You decided to do this to yourself. And here we are. I mean, what an idiot. Yeah. Big time. And then, and Oklahoma just cancels. <laughs> just says no more media. <laughs> That's the best part is Oklahoma couldn't even like, Lincoln Riley didn't even want to come to like face to face like a camera and have to like talk about this entire nope. fiasco. Um, who do you boys? Who do you guys think that like Heisman front runners right now are not even front runners, but like guys that are just like absolutely killing it? Uh, I I have one opinion, and y'all might think it's way off. And I honestly haven't even looked at the Heisman uh, leaderboard because it's probably non-existent right now. But um, uh, Robinson, the running back for Texas, dude, that dude is he, he's, he's a baller. He's on the he's on the the Heisman like is he Heisman on the board list? Yeah, he's on that he's kid, on the board. Every he's, Heisman he's so dude, he's, he's, he's been on it. Um, yeah, and that might be. I live in Austin, so that might be part of it. But um, he's he's as much as it pains me to say, he's very deserving. I mean, he was he he kept. I mean, he's carried the team and. Uh, at least I thought he did this weekend. 
Well, uh, especially like through the quarterback change after the Arkansas game, he's been like the one, like the one piece, you know, that's kind of like helped, you know, cause like that running game is kind of like helped the new quarterback come in, you know, and kind of right the ship a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so he, he's been huge. I'll tell you uh, the name that I haven't seen on any Heisman watch list, but I feel like should be on there and he from a smaller school, but dude, that Grayson McCall kid from coastal did like to come in basically like with all those expectations, like everyone kind of expects you to go undefeated and he's balling out, dude. Like he's, he's running, like running that offense is, is difficult. It's like a triple option passing offense, if that makes sense. And so he's basically making like multiple reads on every play and putting up, you know, 300 passing yards a game, like three touchdowns. I mean, that, that kid's balling out. Ethan, you got uh, do you have anyone that, that comes your to your mind? Um, yeah, kind of I mean, just as, as much as it pains me to say, like I like I was just saying, um Robinson down here at at, at uh, UT, it's uh, uh I and, and the only reason the, the, the sad part about Heisman this year is that it doesn't seem like there's anybody who wants to run away with it, right? I mean, last year's competition was good, I thought, between um I mean just between Devonte Smith, um, Tra- uh, Trask was up there for a while until uh, until she, until Shoegate. I think that kind of <laughs> took him out of it. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I think I think the only re- I mean, in most years he's he's a, he's a Heisman winner, but uh, Devonte Smith, and Trevor was Trevor Lawrence unreal. was up there. You know, yeah. Um, and then I also thought that I, I was not a huge fan of Ohio State in the Big Ten, and the, and those guys only playing um six games last year i thought that was pretty crappy but um soft soft dude. soft conference up there fields, fields did ball out though uh and i know heisman uh, the heisman trophy is a, is a you know it's a regular season award but uh i mean i think his his showing in the playoff was uh at least in the semis was uh it just showed you that he at least deserved consideration i don't see that this year though um there's nobody we're halfway through the season and there's, and there's nobody um, who really jumps out. I saw some kind of off the wall prediction today for the pit quarterback. Who's got some unreal 72% completion percentage or something like that. Um, and so I, I wouldn't mind seeing somebody from a smaller school um, do that. But at the end of the day, I think Pitt did lose to like Western Michigan or central Michigan at the beginning of the year. So. Yeah. Do, do which, which makes no sense because Pitt also, like Pitt waxed a Tennessee team, like which at the time, like I didn't think was that good, but like now, like Tennessee lost to what, and they and and Pittsburgh lost to a Western Michigan. That's what oh, threw everything right, well, into a wrench. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But so that that Western Michigan lost, but then, but like now, like if Pitt beats Virginia Tech this weekend, they essentially like control that side of the yeah. ACC, right? And yeah, Pittsburgh, a, but Pittsburgh's turning out to be like pretty good, also from what. They've now after that. Oh loss, no, 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 Pitt's Pitt's been great after. Like, yeah, they their offense because I had Tennessee in that game. Their offense against Tennessee was unstoppable. Um, one quick person that I want to talk about that I didn't realize because I bet against Michigan State obviously last weekend. Tough, uh, tough break for me. Um, but their running back. Kenneth Walker is um, the, the Michigan State running back is, is he's raw dirty he yeah and and it helps because of Michigan State when you're in the Big Ten it's like Iowa Wisconsin Michigan State they still like go under center uh, yeah, a decent yeah, well, amount yeah. I was gonna say you're gonna get 50 carries a game you know with, right 
with the with the pulling guard, you know, where it's just a power O slamming down has, the throat. He has nine hundred and twelve yards rushing, and he has, yeah. and he averages seven point one yards a game. Now, that, that's pretty who good. are they playing? Like Michigan State, if you look at their schedule, it's still so weak, and Dude, all that. Mel, Mel Tucker is is overrated as a coach, and but I'm telling you, as far as Heisman, as far as like statistics go, and watching him, he is really good. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him at the end of the year, um, especially, like I said, with who they play and how good he is. I think he'll be at, like, in the end of the year, I think he'll be in the discussion. Yeah. No, I, I definitely I, – I could see that. I mean, it's hard, too, because, like, typically a Heisman contender, you know, is, like, you have to kind of be on a top team. But then, like, you look at the rankings and you start going down and you're like, most of these teams, it's not like – you know, it's not like last year, you know, where where you have a Florida team getting led by Kyle Trask and a historic performance. You know, like you don't you don't really have that this year. You know, like the top teams are like Oklahoma, their quarterback has sucked. Ohio State, like they're they've been subpar, you know. It's like yeah, all the teams like 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 and even like a Kentucky, you know, it's like Kentucky's coming out of nowhere. Bryce like, Bryce well, Young, their quarterback Bryce Young's played good. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But, dude, but Bryce Young, Bryce Young, like in his I mean, against Florida and against AM, like his two true road games, like I haven't found him to be very impressive. Man, he still put up numbers in both of those games. I think, I think Alabama. I think Bryce or, Young's probably going to be leading, leading or Robinson. You know, I, I mean, I think, and Bryce Young's yeah. definitely up there. Yeah. I, I, and I think Bama lost those games, not be, I mean, Bama. Oh, no, Bama, absolutely. Because Bama the, lost that game because of the trenches. And and Bama almost lost that Florida game because they got they they got beat in the trenches in the second half. Oh um, yeah. And I mean, but aside from that, I mean, James, I mean, the Jamison Williams and 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 uh, Bryce Young, they I still think they put on a freaking clinic in College Station this weekend. Um, so it, it it you know his Bryce Young's numbers are still ungodly. Yeah. And yeah. I will say just to bring this up because I. I actually, you know, me and Sam have been like big, like I, we've always bet unders on Big Ten games. So it's like forced me to kind of watch the Big Ten more and more and more, <laughs> which I hate because it's always like seven to three and 10, half. Yeah, yeah seven to three and half. And then they score a touchdown and it's like 17 to 10 at the, the final. Um, but that Penn, did anyone, do you guys see the Penn State um, Iowa game? Yeah. Penn State always finds a way to lose. It is so impressive. Dude, I said that last podcast. I, I'll let they, you guys they find go, a but... way to lose big games, dude. Like whether dude. like I feel bad the Clifford was hurt the second half. I know that that obviously if went against they're them. away, they lose. Dude, but, like big dude, games. Like, like they are they are the Dallas Cowboys of the NFL. Like they or like the Dallas Cowboys of college football. They they just they're one of those teams where you just oh, Penn State's climbing the rankings. Don't worry, they'll choke. Like, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, Penn State can never cursed. finish a big game. I, I agree with that. And that goes yeah. back to the days of the Clemsoning bullshit. Um, yeah. Penn State's got the bug on that one. But I still want to say, like, I mean, with all y'all shitting on Sean Clifford, I still think he's a great quarterback. Oh, no, and no, Penn he, State's a great he, team. He impressed me. Like, uh, granted, he wasn't there in the fourth quarter, but, like, honestly, he impressed me more this past weekend than, like, than he ever has before in his career. Cause like I've watched him in past years, which is kind of why I was like giving him crap this year. Cause I was like, Oh, it's the same guy, you know, same unreliable. He'll find yeah. a way to lose. Like I, honestly, he, he impressed me. Well, yeah. I, I, like, if like he, that, if that never, environment was hostile. 
Yeah, if he would have never went out, I think they could have probably won. I yeah, was gonna. I, I think they probably they probably do to be honest. And that I and that's what I was gonna ask is 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 what were your predictions before this game before the injury right well, because we, yeah, Penn we, State was absolutely rolling. Yeah, yeah. We we all had Iowa except for Sam. Sam had had Penn State, but uh, but I I, I mean I I kind of agree. I think Penn State was rolling. I think they probably win if he doesn't Penn, go down. Yeah, yeah. I I hundred percent agree. I think Penn State wins that game if that if Sean Clifford stays in the game. I actually – Yeah, but I, I mean, at the same time, if Marco Wilson doesn't throw a shoe, Florida wins a national championship last year. <laughs> well, li- live live betting live betting is what saved me last weekend. Like, Even though like my, my sidetrack picks, I went over three. I live bet Iowa when they went down because that uh, when I saw the backup quarterback come in and I found out Sean Clifford wasn't coming back, yeah, I, I live – the farm, baby. I, li- I live bet. I was like, Penn State can't even get a first down with this guy. Because he yeah. would panic and just run every single time, so and he might he might get it together. Um, and you know it might take a couple games. That's exactly what happened with Calzada here at A and M. Is that it's it's tough move on the, the yeah, road? Could move too. the ball versus Arkansas, but Penn State still has a lot to play for um, in the Big Ten. I think I do think they have a tendency to disappoint, but they also have a tendency to win games that they shouldn't. I mean, you look at the Ohio State game a couple years back where. I mean, they won that game in all, you know, in all phases. So at at home, Penn State, I'm all I'm all about the away games is what what scares me. And I actually had I had Texas AM spread against it was at Colorado. I I was <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, you know, Texas AM's gonna cover, you know, yeah. all this stuff. And then the whole quarterback thing happened. Yeah, that game was a disaster. It's tough. It's always tough when you have a backup quarterback, you're on the road. I don't care who you're playing. Yeah. If it's Dude, like a, I, I wouldn't, a, I wouldn't even power really, five school. I wouldn't even really consider that a road game. It was in in Denver. It wasn't in Boulder. I mean, they moved the, it the, to Boulder because I'm sorry, they moved it to Denver because Boulder didn't have enough capacity. Um, so, so you you were at the game, Ethan? Was it still like relatively hostile? Yeah, I was surprised. Oh, that that ah, man, I've been all around the SEC. Um, been to LSU a few times, Auburn a few times some and Bama a few times, all loud, you know, loud environments. And I don't know if it's just the way that the stadium's designed or what mile high wasn't even full, but man, their fans were loud. Um, and so I think we had, a, I think Calzada had issues with that when he first came in, I think we committed a few false start penalties that kind you just your typical stuff, the typical stuff you face on the road. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, dude, you on, could say on, elevation too, not to be that guy, but I think elevation Oh I mean, no! I think that you could say elevation comes into a factor. The, the end of that, the second half of that game, I think ele- elevation, stamina, plays a big, a big role. Dude, so in, I, in that I, game, I do too. I I don't know if it's just me, but and maybe because COVID, you know, like like we didn't have fans last year. But I can't remember a year where I feel like home field made this big of a difference. Like Florida had, like like Ethan just mentioned the false start penalties. I feel like every week now I'm watching a game where like like the Florida Kentucky game. Dude, we had like eight false starts. Like it, it'll make it makes me sick to my stomach even thinking about it. But like I just I mean, at what point, like how I understand it's hostile, like it's hard to mimic that in practice, but like I mean, I've never I can't remember a season where I feel like the crowds made this big of a difference. And I don't know if that's just me or if y'all kind of feel Penn the same State, way. Auburn's another good example. Oh yeah, dude, dude. I mean, just like Auburn was clueless. And then like even even Bama, when Bama came to the swamp. Bama had like four false starts. Like they had fourth and goal on the one yard line, and they're going to go for it to ice the game and get a false start, you know, because like they, they just can't get the count. 
there's been yeah, but, there's been actually quite a few games that I've you know now that you say that you've seen like a like second and twenty, yeah, third yeah. and twenty fives, and you know that happened with uh, Penn State. It happened with Arkansas when they went to play Al- uh, when they went to oh play Alabama gosh. or, or when they went Georgia. To Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah. Like, dude, literally before they ever snapped the ball, it was first and 20. They got two false starts before the first. Snap and I think game. it does. I think it has something to do with, you know, because of COVID and all that. A lot of these guys haven't played yeah. since high school in full pack stadiums when now you have yeah, well, more well, than 50,000 to 70,000, 80,000 fans. Yeah. Even in high school, I mean, having, you know, 5,000 fans is different than having a hundred thousand right. on, on right. top of you. Well, or like a Kyle field, Kyle field's another great example. Like, I mean, it's, it, you, you can't mimic that stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a lot to be said for the environments that we're seeing around. I, I like that stuff just as much as I like the game itself at times, you know? Um, I mean, seeing, I, Iowa was rocking. Penn State was rocking versus Auburn. Um, I've been going to AM games for as long as I can remember. And it's got, we've had moments where it's just like everyone's holding their ears, yelling their ass off. I've never seen it sustained for, you know, three and a half hours like it was this weekend. Um, Florida, Florida, Alabama had that same feel. Oh, uh, dude, um, you, you, you couldn't even at the Florida Bama game, like you couldn't hear yourself think. And like I've been to, I've been to several, or I obviously I've been to, I went to Florida, I've been to, you know, 10 years growing up, I was a Gator fan, been to Gator games since the Tebow days, you know, and I, I, it's hard. Like there's, I could probably count on one hand, the number of games that were that loud. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but boys, we're short on time. Um, we, we got it. We got to do our picks. I don't know. Uh, whoever wants to go first, I can lead us off. And then, yeah, um, if you, if you want to lead us off, cause I, I'm, uh, doing some last minute, uh, selections. Yep. No, that's perfect. Um, so a tough week last week. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to kind of do something I've never really done. I'm going to bet for a big 10 team and I'm not going to bet it under, um, I'm going to bet and Michigan state killed me last week. So I'm going to ride Michigan state minus four and a half, uh, at Indiana. It's minus minus one ten. I think, I don't think Michigan state's still that great, but I think Indiana's just that bad. And I think, Michigan State can at least win by a touchdown. Um, and that running back's got me. I think just give it to that kid, and he'll, he'll make a couple plays. Uh, San Diego State Friday night versus uh, San Jose State, minus nine and a half. I'm kind of surprised by the line. I think it's just because it's a Friday night game um, uh, away. I think that the line's dropped a little bit. Uh, I got San Diego State, um, and that – I think it's one. It's minus one ten, and then I have BYU um, at Baylor. I have minus six Baylor, and that's minus one ten. I think Baylor. I think BYU. After watching BYU last week, I rode Cam on his bet. BYU just doesn't look that great. Uh, they looked great. They, they looked. Yeah, looked they awful. looked. They looked pretty good, like a couple of games, and then watching that game, they looked terrible. I know they had they had three turnovers on their own. 50, like on like their side of the 50 that changed the game. Um, but I think Baylor is, is just better than BYU. So minus six Baptist Mormons, baby. <laughs> those, I tell you what, those, those guys need some sex or something. Cause they, uh, I mean, they just, they didn't have any, they didn't have any energy. How, how do you let a, a Boise state team that got beat the previous week, 
at home, Nevada, and then you let them come into your own place and just well, steamroll you. Dude, the, I, I was going to say the most surprising part about it is like BYU's played with plenty of energy all year. They've beaten two two ranked Pac-12 teams. Like it's not like BYU is a bad team. They just they kind of got caught sleeping. Right. I I I would I, Boise State's a good team to me, but I think they've just sucked certain games because I've I, lost I money on Boise State. And the one game they need to play well is BYU at BYU. So I mean, I think that's one of the one of those things. BYU, I think, is overranked since Zach Wilson was there last year, but they're still a good team. Um, I'm picking I would pick Baylor over BYU. I don't know about six points, but um, I mean, I'm always gonna take Baylor over BYU. I just don't like BYU. And I'm I'm doing and like I said, like I'm betting, I'm betting on Michigan State spread, which I've probably never done in my life. And I'm betting Baylor, which I try to stay away from any Big 12 games because mm-hmm. it's just you never know what defense shows up. Like they're always just shootouts, it seems like. And there's always crazy ass plays. I'd, so I'd take the over on that. 50 and a half. I'd almost take the over on that one. What what's Baylor? We're talking we're still talking Baylor, BYU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You think about I mean, of all the teams of the Big 12, I think Baylor and Iowa State are the ones that have the the, the best defenses. Um, Baylor, you know, Aranda is a defensive coach. Um, uh, that, that's a tough pick. Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. Yeah. You're probably right at that line. And I, I tried to do, and then like last week, I tried to pick games that, cause like, because I just wanted to like flip the script. I want to try to do something different because God, I need a win. Yeah, cause Some what of these we're bets. doing just is not working. <laughs> yeah. And then I just obviously went, you know, over three. So I'm going to do the same thing this week. See if it pays off. Uh, whoever wants to go next, boys. All right, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and rip my three three picks real quick. Um, I, I liked Michigan State, but but Derek picked them, and uh, so I'm going to go a different direction. Fade me? Day. I don't blame you. I would fade I, I, me so, every no. pick. Yeah, well, so so uh, first pick, I'm going Virginia Tech. Uh, at home, must win ACC game against Pitt. I know they had a heartbreaking loss last week. I like them to bounce back. This is a must-win game. Virginia Tech's still undefeated in the ACC. So if they win this, they control their own destiny, really basically control the Coastal. Um, I'll buy a point. Virginia Tech plus six at home. Uh, next up, Ole Miss. Uh, I, I think that stadium up there in Knoxville is going to be rocking. It's going to be a tough place to play, but minus two. Uh, I still I don't trust that quarterback, Hooker, for Tennessee. I watched him play for Virginia Tech the past couple of years. I think he's god-awful. Um. Yeah. Wait. Did like, so? Did wait? Did Tennessee change their quarterback? It, it was. It was Milton at the start and of he, the year. And he was the transfer from Michigan. Yeah, the transfer from Michigan. Great and, call by Tennessee. Yeah. Well, him and him and Hooker uh, were kind of fighting for it a little bit. Like Hooker was getting a couple snaps, and then Milton got hurt in in one of the games, and Hooker came in and played all right. So he so he's he's been the quarterback the past couple weeks. They've been rolling, but Ole Miss is a tough test. I like Matt Corral to put up. Stupid numbers against that that Tennessee defense. Uh, Ole Miss minus two. Uh, third and final pick. Uh, there's a couple I'm going back and forth on, but I I like Air Force uh, plus three and a half against Boise. I like Boise to have a little bit of a letdown coming off that big BYU win. Uh, I like Air Force to keep within a field goal. I will say I have rode Air Force now. Past you, I I told you last weekend and the weekend before that I had Air Force. Air, I like I like Air Force. I just don't this Boise State team now. It's like now that they won at BYU, I don't know if they carry the momentum. So I I stayed away from it. But I don't think that's a bad pick. Yeah, no, I, I wish Air Force. I, I wish they were. I wish Air Force was home though. 
Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, and I, I also um, – I wish because Air Force was kind of like my secondary pick last week. And then uh, – but, you know, the Stanford quarterback ended up playing. They still got smoked. And, uh, yeah, it didn't pan out for me. But uh, riding with Air Force this week, giving them another, another shot. Huh. All right, so Sammy, Sammy B, Ethan, or, either, one of, yeah. either one of y'all got some – some fire picks. Uh, I don't. I don't really have all three. I didn't have really much time to look into this, but I mean, shooting off. I I don't like Friday games, but I'm gonna take Oregon minus 13 and a half against Cal. I think Cal's garbage um, in the Pac-12, so I would pick that one for a Friday night game. Um, Big Ten. I'm going Rutgers. I still think they have a solid team. I think they had a couple tough schedules last two or three games. Um, I'm taking Rutgers minus two over Northwestern. Northwestern just bad. They're just like, a bad I like, team. I like Rutgers quarterback. A kid's and tough. I and I would to, to be a little bit safer. I'd go money line. I mean, it's minus one thirty. So I mean, I might take money line on that one. Just to say, say Rutgers wins. Um, I mean, now all my picks suck. So I would say fade everything I say <laughs> and take Northwestern because knowing me and Northwestern's going to win that game. And then um, I don't know. I mean, tossing tossing up a lot of. A lot of picks. Um, I like that VT pick. VT always plays good at home. Dude, Lane Stadium. Um, we're just talking about stadiums. Lane Stadium is one of the top places to play in America. VT VT cool. always plays good at home. I mean, they they played really good against North Carolina at the beginning of the season at home. Pitt was has that that probably, game actually. That was pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Pitt has best offense in the country, I think, right now. But they also haven't played fantastic competition besides Tennessee um, and they lost to Western Michigan. I would probably ride that bet on VT uh, against the spread. I like it. You, you got any picks, Ethan? Um, I'm just I'm kind of doing this last minute, quite honestly, but um, I think Sam, did I hear a pick for VT in that, uh, in that matchup? Uh, against the spread. Gotcha. Yeah. Plus um, five. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really have any 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 picks here. Um, I, I'm just looking at. I'm just looking at the lines for this week. Nothing really jumps out at me. Um, it's a tough week. This whole college football season has been tough. Oh, it's, it's not it's been, been easy. It's been brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, tough. Almost yeah, want to take take against the spread on like every single game, and then you'll hit like seventy five percent. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't have a pick really, but I'm I'm intrigued to see what y'all think about this uh, Oklahoma State Texas game. Um, I'm riding UT. I'm riding UT. I don't buy an OK State. I think they suck. Ever since I lost my bet at the Missouri State, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. Yeah. dude, I was so pissed about that. OK State sucks. The quarterback sucks. They just gotten lucky by going six and zero. Texas has a great offense. Defense is trash. It's in Austin. Shootout. It's It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a shootout. I'd take. I would take. I would ride UT. This is one of those things, though, where there's that there's a saying that goes around in college football where it's like after a big game, don't let you know you lose a big game, you know. Yeah, don't lose. Yeah, easy to have like a a little bit of a hangover, and like and it's I don't know. I mean, it happens to we see it all the time. You know, you either have a big win and then kind of let down, or you have a you know you you lose a hard fought game. Yeah, like like a like Virginia Tech against Notre Dame. You know, like that that loss last week was heartbreaking. I don't know if y'all watched. They were up eight with two minutes left yep. and lost on a last-second field goal. And, like, for 
like one of my best friends, uh, Mike Mead, he was at that game, diehard Virginia Tech fan, goes to every game, season hurts. tickets, you know. And yeah, he's just like, dude, like, like every Virginia Tech fan was just, I mean, they were on suicide watch. They they were the, the, the they highs, were the highs, and the lows, are the lows. So yeah. it makes it worth it. Yeah, but yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm I with, I'm with you, Ethan. I, I think I agree, and I, I and that's what everyone's saying. Everyone's like, is Texas just like demoralized? Like, are they going to come out flat? Or because like on the flip side, Texas A and M, I'm looking at them. There, you guys are at Missouri, right? Yeah, eight and a half, I think, is the line. Yeah, and that's yeah, like, I, I, I would, like that I would be careful. Me. Like, I would not. That like, scares a better. I would never touch minus eight and a half because it's like it's it'd be so easy to go on the road, start off a little slow, you know, and you end up winning by seven, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like, well, it's, yep. it's you know, it's easy to just come out, start off slow. And Missouri now is going to be amped up because they're going to be like, oh, like this is a good football team. Like we got them at home. You know, the fans All are right. going to be riled up. You know, I mean, well, and, and on top of that, it's a like they don't play it. Y'all y'all don't play every year, do you? Who, who's y'all's cross conference? And, no, and uh, Carol, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. So like for y'all to play Missouri, you know, for the first time in six years, you know, who's your yeah. your old Big Twelve rival? It's kind of a big game too. And I'm always, yeah. I'm always, and I wish because I was going to bet that, but I was like, oh, there's coming off a big time win. I wish this same exact game was happening, like. In another week, so like give give Texas Am like a week. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, have yeah, them like play like a Vanderbilt week. or like have them play anyone, but really at Missouri because like these Missouri games too. Like I remember like Georgia's gone to Missouri, kind of flat starts out flat, so that that kind of concerns me. But the highs and the hot like it, it, it's tough because college football you just never know coming off a big well, win or coming off an emotional loss. Dude, well, well it's it's the same way like Florida. Florida's minus 11 against LSU. Well, it's a road game in Baton Rouge. It's noon. It's a noon game, you know. We could kind of be caught sleeping a little bit. LSU is not a very good football team, so it's and they have nothing you know, to lose. They yeah, well, yeah, yeah. LSU has nothing to lose like last year in the shoot throw game when they had nothing to lose and we got slept on. Also, we do have a bye week in between, but our next our next scheduled football game is Georgia, you know? So it's like, I just, I hope that the Gators are focused this weekend. Cause if they start looking ahead, like, Oh, we got the number one team, you know, all of a sudden it's going to be shoot throw 2.0 and we're going to, I think LSU is really bad. I think, I, 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 I think they that, were really bad last year. They were really bad last year too. Uh, this is a whole nother level, man. I mean, how many, how many, how many players this week have we seen for LSU get, you know, out indefinitely, out for the season. Yeah, well, I also I also want to go on the record and, and just say this. Everyone who's on the fire, Coach O-Train, give the guy a chance. Like, they LSU was in the was in the dumpster after Les Miles left, and that dude brought y'all a natty within a couple of years. Like, I understand, you know, you want to win games, but don't fire Coach O. Uh, yeah, that was a miracle yeah, team. Yeah, but. yeah, yes, but but he, he won because he had the proper coordinators and stuff. He, he's they're proven, gone. Yeah, yeah, but he's proven that he can do it. Give him a chance to bring in a new set of coordinators, see what he can do. I mean, he there, there's like five coaches, five active college football coaches in America who can say that they've won a national championship. He's one and of he them. has no business being one of them. Yeah, but but he but he's one of them. It, it, mean, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, literally just Joe like Brady. Dude, I, I, yeah, yeah, yes, and I and I and I promise you that every one of those players would go on the record and say LSU should not fire this coach. I guarantee it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's you tough. Know, like, it's tough to say. I mean, it's almost like gold just fell in his I would lap. give him another year so, just to see, like you're saying. I, I would give him another year, but I think – Yeah, like, like, people, like Joe, people, Joe, 
people yeah, after like, winning a national championship like that, and you're like, well, where did where did all these players go? And I think like people get anxious a lot more quicker if he didn't win that national championship, but they had a really good year, yeah, and then well, it just it, buys you more time because the expectation is yeah. set now. It's very easily though. It's very easy to say, you know, oh, he only won it because of coordinator. Well, our, oh, let, let's look at the Auburn situation. You know, oh, Auburn only won the Cam Newton championship because of the coordinator. So they fired Gene Chizik, bring back Gus Malzahn, who was the coordinator, and then they were mediocre for like 15 years. You know, it's like like it, it's not always like exactly the way it looks. You know, like the head coach has more to do with it. You know, like Edo doesn't get enough credit. I think Man. firing him. I think firing him. I'm also. I love the guy. He's just big old Cajun. Eats and breathes LSU football. You know, as a division, as a division opponent of LSU, I hope they keep him for a decade because I think <laughs> he's going to run that program into the ground. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, let's wrap it up here. Uh, any final, uh, any final thoughts or words? Yeah. Um, hashtag free John Gruden. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You really yeah, want to get I, I, I can't I can't go on the record saying that. Uh, that was a joke, by the way. Um, but uh, Taylor Heineke. <laughs> oh, you, you have a job, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I do have a job. That was a joke. Uh, don't fire <laughs> me. Um, yeah, Taylor Heineke for NFL MVP. And, uh, yeah, um, Grayson McCall for Heisman. Uh, Ethan, I uh, appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, appreciate you guys. Time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Have to come back again because uh, obviously our fourth does not want to ride together. <laughs> we have, we have no. I appreciate the invite, now. guys. This is a fun discussion. Yeah, no, and we'll we'll definitely. Uh, it'll be fun to bring you back next week after a heartbreaking loss on the road at Mizzou. Hey, I'll be there in person <laughs> for it. So if they want to storm the field against us, I'll get. Uh, yeah, we'll. Uh, there you go. Put, tickets, tickets next to the studio. Put a knee there. brace on that uh, on that knee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buckle exactly. up. All right, fellas, this is a great episode. Uh, Ethan, thanks again for coming on. Boys, have a great week, and good luck to everyone out there. Yes, sir. Let's get sidetracked.